The women in Emily's family show resilience and strength throughout the entirety of the break. Despite the constant abuse and discrimination they face from the people around them and the rest of the world, during the story we see powerful characters such as Phoenix, Stella, and Tommy all form a strong connection and become closer throughout hard times they face, bringing them together and building them back up again. Hi, my name is Risa. And my name is Tamiha. And today, we will be talking about how the characters in the break show resilience and care for each other regardless of the hard times they face and how the story shows a group of people pushing past the barriers that the outside world puts on them, using their identity and pushing forward. The break puts a spotlight on modern Indigenous struggles and oppression and brings motivation and inspiration to those who may experience the same issues by showing how the characters in the story slayed their own demons. When Phoenix finds out her child is a boy, she is relieved um, and says, quote, he'll be strong, even though Phoenix herself is a strong female character. Um, so we did an interview with the author, Katherine Overmet, and she states, Phoenix recognizes that even in her gang, while she has a lot of power, women are still treated as lesser in their community in general, and not always in a place of control. In fact, the top reason why Phoenix has the power that she does is because, first of all, um, her uncle Bishop's ranking in the gang and her own um, violent tendencies. So Phoenix tends to rely um, on her uncle as a way of stability he makes her feel at home. Um, and Phoenix thinks that um, just because you don't have someone by your side, you need to build up a wall and let yourself fall under the evils of the world. Um, so throughout the novel, we see this, and this continuous chain of violence and oppression of women, we also see it through Rain, and we see it through Elise, and we see it through Emily as well. So Phoenix um, is so broken herself from what the world has put on her. Um, she harms another girl, and she has no intention of hoping to have a strong girl of her own. However, the main difference between Emily's and Z's family and Phoenix's is that these women stand by each other and hold each other up, especially throughout the hard times. Um, they know that it's when they need each other the most. Yeah, I think uh, this is really important to talk about, especially um, Emily's situation, because what happened to Emily, it wasn't not only was it done by um, another girl, but it was also done by another Indigenous person. And I feel like the reason why, um, well, spoiler alert, why this happened, it was done by em uh, by Phoenix, is because Phoenix herself was broken. And as you mentioned, she, um, the weight of the world, it played a toll on her. And she felt that not only um, did she have to treat the world that she was treated? I feel like she felt more validated to treat others like this because she was treated like this. And she felt that she needed to harden herself. But I don't think that she did that in the correct way because she ended up hurting others um, in the past. So I think that's maybe where you like, get to see where Phoenix went wrong and how not only was that the world and um, the way people discriminate and treat Indigenous girls, um, how that played a toll on her. But I think the way that she ended up treating Emily and what she did to her um, shows that this doesn't only affect one person, 
um, but it also affects like the whole. Yeah. So in the book, Stella is a character who lost her mother at a young age, um, and she actually never really knew her father. So she grew up with her aunt and her cousins and her cookum, which is uh, her grandmother, and she later on married a white guy, and uh, not only did she go on to live with him, but she also moved um, across town away from her family. Um, and then throughout the book, we see her being content with her family. She's happy with her husband. She has two kids. Um, but the memory of her mother and the family she never talks to always lingers at the back of her mind. Even though she misses her cookum um, dearly, she has a hard time trying to decide um, whether or not to visit her. Um, and I was looking into, like, why she was conflicted about this um, and, like, why she might have been hesit- hesitant. And there are, like, a few reasons I thought up of. Um, so I think the main reason might be because of the fact that she has two small kids and she doesn't want them to go to the side of town that her cookum lives in. Um, so she does go on and live with her, uh, sorry, uh, visit her cookum later on and she describes that part of town and she says that it was a more not a very nice area her cookum lived in a moldy downtown apart uh moldy basement apartment um so she might might have seen it as dangerous especially for her two small kids and she didn't want to maybe expose her children to that um and also there are events from the past of that area um that paint a picture of her mind of how she views um, that place so maybe she's scared of opening up to that side of her life again because that's a part of her life where her mother got herself killed and um, that's where she saw her best friend get sexually assaulted so when Stella not only witnesses another girl being sexually assaulted but finds out that the girl was her niece um, so she witnessed uh, her best friend get sexually assaulted when she was younger and then as she grew up um, she had to watch a girl get sexually assaulted, and then she found out that that was, in fact, Emily. Um, I think Stella realizes that no matter what happens and how the world looks at you, you can always count on family. I think um, what happened to Emily was like a wake-up call to her because she realizes that she can't ha- shy away from this because no matter what, like her family will always be there, and there things will always happen where she needs to be there for them, and she needs them to be there for her. Um, so Stella, eventually, she reconnects with a cookum and her Aunt Cheryl, which was her mom's sister, and she realizes how much she misses them and that she really does need them. Um, so which is why towards the end of the book, um, she decides to take her two kids and she braves the memories of her past and she finally goes and sees them. So, um... I think the reason why she needed to do this was because Stella belongs to a family of strong, independent women, and I think that this is what helps her be the resilient woman she is, with the help of her family. So Stella finds a way to find her voice, and slowly starts to um, like heal from her mother's death. She learns that you need to be strong on the inside, and to show the outside world that you are strong as well. Yeah, and I think that um, with Stella... She really felt guilty when she learned the truth about um, who the girl was that she saw outside of her window. And even, like, while it was happening, she 
kind of felt that obligation to go and help, but because of her responsibilities with her children, she didn't want um, them to be exposed to that or, um, uh, but, and again, like she was exposed to a lot of that as a child, to sexual assault and to violence constantly. Um, and it was really traumatizing for her. And I don't blame her for um, not wanting to kind of go to that side of town and see her family. But we do see a lot of character development and um, her realizing her mistakes and her finally embracing her family once more. And I think for me that was really inspirational as well because, you know, we really see this neglect at first and this sadness and this constant weight. And then over time it gets relieved and she's, more open once again with um her family Mm -hmm. yeah I think that was really important to show because you get to see how Stella changes from hiding away from her problems to opening up about it and showing herself and the world who she really is Through Tommy's character, we see resilience not through an Indigenous woman's point of view, but as an Indigenous person in power's point of view. So Tommy often struggles with similar issues um, as Paul or Cheryl did having white husbands, but even more so having a white wife um, and mostly white superiors as um, a police officer in his community. So his wife tries to be kind and open-minded, which we see a lot um, through their conversation. However, a lot of the times she simply doesn't understand what Tommy tries to stand up for within his community, which is frustrating for him. And also for us as an audience, it is frustrating to kind of um, read these conversations as well. Um, So he also faces a lot of the same um, issue except worse with his workplace, um, as the white officers all seem to have at least a little bit of prejudice against the indigenous community. So as the author describes it, um, it is odd for um, the police department and the story to have an indigenous police officer, and that comes with many struggles for Tommy, and he tries to uncover the whole truth and help people with um most of the other when most of the other cops just try to pass it off as you know gang violence and don't seem to really care as much um so tommy has a hard time because he doesn't know how to use his power and he isn't sure um if he should succumb to what the government says or if she or if he should go um with kind of what his gut tells him or what his heart tells him so Tommy realizes why the indigenous community needs his help, and when he goes to visit his mother, he sees that many of them are broken, and every day, and every day, more and more of them are put in harm, and even by their own people. So this is why Tommy sees that he needs to stick up for his community and do what might be hard, but in the end, it heals his own spot in his heart. And um, sorry, what is? Um, left by the people who took down 
the indigenous community. Nevertheless, Tommy is resilient and keeps his head up, pushing to help Emily and her family, inspired by how these women help each other and love each other. Um, he stays with them until their case is solved and justice is truly served. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Tommy's uh, character and his story like relates most to like what's happening in the world today. Um, especially because he is a police officer in, um, and the community uh, that they're in, which is like Winnipeg, um, is, uh, does have a population of indigenous people and he is indigenous himself. He's Métis, but he never really like understands like his own identity. And like you said, like he has like his like white girlfriend who is there for him and she is understanding and she accepts it. But that isn't always enough because there's one thing to be accepting, but there's another thing to like really understand and like be a part of it. So I think um, the main thing that you see Tommy struggle with is the fact that he's a police officer and he's working on cases um, against Indigenous people as well. Like he, the way he looks at Indigenous people is how the other police officers look at Indigenous people. And as you said, they look at them only as gang members and that they only um, start trouble. And so when we did uh, that meeting with Katharina Vermette, she talked about how, um, like, when a police officer who does maybe have to work on a case against someone who is of their same culture, they don't ever, like, go into that job, like, thinking that they're going to have to do this. And I think um, what the main problem is, and this is what Katharina Vermette said, is that it's like the police officers have so much power and sometimes they don't know what to do with it. So I think in that case, um, circumstances prevail that um, they have to do what is told of them and they have to do what, like, the power um, they're given. That's, like, what they have to do. Um, and so it's, it's interesting to see, like, the way um, Tommy, like, works on his views and the way he warms up to helping um, Emily, not just as a police officer, but also as someone who shares um, the same uh, culturism. And so I think another thing that um, really helped him uh, understand um, who he is was when he talked to his mother. So um, all the characters kind of had like this one person that they talked to that kind of like anchors them back to who they really are. Um, and Phoenix had her uncle, I feel like, and Stella had to cook him. But I think um, the person for Tommy was his mother. And when he talked to his mother, he kind of got to understand why um, a girl like Phoenix would do what she did. Because when Tommy's mother told him about the story of that girl from her school and how she was also hurting other girls. And she talked about how it's a power thing. And at the end, I feel like the reason why people do things that they might not even realize are wrong is a power thing. And so like relating to what's happening today... You see people um, that are speaking up, people that are um, looked down upon, and there are some people that just can't accept the fact that they're wrong and that um, they need to help these minorities because they just care about the power. They only care about doing what they think is right. Um, And then, so thinking about that, I feel like what we need is what we need is like a community um, of people helping each other. And I think that's what Tommy doesn't have. And I think that's what um, a lot of, like, the police officers don't have. Because they don't have 
um, this idea of helping each other. And even in the media, you see, I saw posts about um, Black police officers who aren't helping um, other Black people, and they are taking the side of the police because maybe they don't know um, what um, that what they're doing is hurting their own community because, like Tommy, they don't have that sense of family and that sense of helping their own people. All they care about is doing what their boss tells them and doing what the power makes them do. Yeah, and I think what you're saying um, relating to the current um, issues that are happening right now with Black Lives Matter and the ACAB movement Mm -hmm. um, is that, yeah, a lot of cops are right now especially are feeling conflicted and and especially the cops that are part of the black community as well because um you know they're getting orders from superiors to hurt these people um and a lot are in the position where they feel very conflicted because yes they their jobs are to protect people and um you know help the community but when they're getting orders like this it it is a very hard decision to make and that's kind of what Tommy was um feeling as well because really you're in the position where you know that something isn't completely right um but you have to make that decision for yourself like are you going to go through with it are you going to go further really like you you're stuck and again with like this whole um all cops are bastards movement Mm -hmm. um we see that there's police officers that yes go the extra mile to hurt people of this community Mm -hmm. but there's also police officers themselves that are um not those types of people but all in all they're part of a currently corrupt system Mm -hmm. and it is it is difficult and we see that through the story as well that the police officers are not always um, completely fair. There really isn't a lot of judgment, and it's kind of overall a corrupt system. And that is the unfortunate truth with justice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think um, you're right. The main problem is the system because when the bigger person, like the bigger like authority, when they have an opinion, people tend to follow that opinion, which is why it is so important that we have people that speak up and we have a lot of people speak up especially with um, the Black Lives Matter movement. Like, look at all the people that protested. Like, all those people, they made a difference. That wouldn't have happened if it was, like, one group of people on the side of the street trying to make a difference. It happens when there's a majority of people that do it. It happens when there is power behind a message. So I think when that power is put in the right place, then that's when you can really make a difference and you can really help others. Okay. So a common theme uh, we saw was that um, each of these characters had something that had kept them rooted to what they believed in. So as I already mentioned, um, Phoenix had her uncle, um, even though he may not have been the brightest, he was family and he rooted her her to her good memories um, and of the person she was when she was younger um, and when she would spend time with her family and when she had her mother. and she would remember the kid that she used to be, the kid she was before the toll of the world changed who she was, and she started hurting others. 
um, Tommy had his mother and the visits, visits to her helped him because she's the one that reminds him of his background. And although he had a father that almost made him not like being who he was because of the way his father treated him and his mother, um, it still helped him to talk with his mother because he like he ended up liking that part of himself more. Um, and then Stella had her cook them and she had her aunt Cheryl because yes, they reminded her of her mom, which was a painful uh, part of her life, but they also reminded her of the good um, things about her mom and the good thing about family. These people help the characters realize that you need emotions to love who you are and love others. You cannot follow a leader, a leader blindly. You must do what is in your heart. Thank you.